It's estimated that 30 million Americans are addicted to a vice that helps them comfort them when they feel a feeling that they're not comfortable with. So in other words, whether it's pornography, gaming, alcohol, or drugs, they're using this substance to help them feel comforted, calmed, in control, numb, when they have a feeling that they have never learned how to cope with. So today on Reaction Reset, we're going to talk about the importance of staying emotionally sober. Emotional sobriety is getting in touch with the feelings that make you feel uncomfortable and allowing yourself to feel them, to feel them and not react to them. And this is important because the world is changing fast. For example, on Twitter, many different people can say many different things. And if you're, you cannot listen to other people's sentences or their feelings without finding yourself getting agitated, you're going to end up turning to your vice in order to exist. You'll start seeing the destructiveness in your relationship. You'll use avoidance. When your partner starts talking about feeling hurt, you'll look down at your phone and start going through stuff. Now, all the while, parents are struggling, kids are watching. And what kids will do is instead of talk to you about how they feel badly or they feel angry or they feel scared, they too will turn to vices because they're trying to please you and you've shown them your vices that work to help numb and calm you. Soon the whole family will be in utter chaos. In order to become emotionally sober, you need to take a good, honest look at yourself. Do you blame others and lash out when you're hurt? It's hard to admit that you have issues dealing with things that happen out of the ordinary, especially the bad. It's hard to admit that you don't do well with feeling sad stuff or bad stuff and not turning to a vice. But until you're able to do this, you won't be emotionally sober. I'm going to walk through these techniques that will help you maintain emotional sobriety. The first step is to get to know yourself. Trying to be someone you're not is going to only lose you and it won't contribute to your emotional sobriety. So begin by letter writing or journaling or you can even just record your voice if writing's not your thing. Talk about what your likes are. What are your dislikes? Who are you? Getting to know yourself is going to help you see the whole spectrum. The parts that are really weak, the parts that you've oftentimes tried to deny that aren't good, the parts of you that are brilliant, the parts of you that are just average like everybody else. This is really important that you know who this person is you're dealing with, you. Secondly, you have to practice self-regulation. Now here's the thing, you're not born with this tactic. You basically have to practice it. And you practice it by trying this. Instead of starting, when you hear something negative, start saying to yourself, oh, I'm such a loser. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. This negative banter. 
What you do is what emotionally mature people do. They hear something negative about themselves and they go, now wait a minute, was that really about me? Who said that? They start basically having a discourse of logic or the other side. They're basically trying to present all sides. When you regulate and practice this skill, you'll start seeing that your natural tendency before you were this way was what was sabotaging your emotional sobriety. People who are emotionally sober can accept their negative parts because they're actually able to evaluate them. Thirdly, remember to stay in the present and practice balance. When you get too far ahead or futuristic with plans, it makes you crazy. It stirs up all kinds of anxiety and negative thoughts. You don't want to do that. Plus, it limits how much you can attach to others. When you stay in the present, you're automatically more engaged and more able to feel things as they come. There's an abundance and it helps you maintain emotional sobriety. Fourthly, you need to practice taking responsibility for yourself. Now, what ends up happening if you don't do this is you will always need a fix. When you take responsibility for yourself, that means you are in control of the choices you make. You may have come from a chaotic family. It may have been terrible, but that does not excuse you from erupting and saying something mean to a cashier who didn't hear what you said or didn't reply. There is no excuse for your anger. And if you don't take responsibility for your choices, you're always going to have an excuse of why you needed a drink, why you needed a smoke, why you need to overeat. You understand? To maintain emotional sobriety, Every day you're going to be encountered with temptations to use a vice. Don't. You have to stop the cycle one day at a time and you can do this more easily when you learn to take responsibility for your choices. Practicing emotional sobriety is a process. It's not going to happen overnight and that's why my fifth tactic is getting involved in a support group or therapy. Anything that involves you making choices every day, you changing your practice every day, means you're going to need extra support, extra encouragement, extra knowledge. Therapy and support groups can provide both of those. Bad things happen. The ability to acknowledge that you feel badly or you feel good when these things happen is part of the human experience. Humans are vulnerable. They're fragile, but they're incredibly strong and insightful. Breaking this cycle and maintaining emotional sobriety frees you into a total human being. Remember, change your reaction, change your world.